Well, good afternoon, and welcome to episode 222 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. Oh, I have no clue what kind of show I have for you guys today. I've got nothing prepared at all. I realize that's probably not the best thing for the show, but uh, since I'm not doing like nonstop news articles, we'll, you know, we'll wing it. We'll think of something to talk about. I'm sure we'll think of something. I uh, had no chance to think of something um, myself. The uh, club was pretty busy today. I actually had an active day. It's because the weather is so warm. Uh, I think like the high was 68 today, which is fucking freaky for... Uh, early november uh yeah yeah november 5th still early november uh and it's and it's gonna be like this uh, until monday apparently like tomorrow they said it might get up to like 74 or some shit like that uh so the golf course is obviously very active uh, which means you know uh the kitchen's pretty active uh mostly through carryouts with the new restrictions it's uh, a little bit harder for us to do business uh but we're still getting by and st- for the most part, people do not want to come in and sit down. They'll eat outside or get a carryout, but there's very little in the way of indoor dining going on. Uh, mostly the old folks that uh, it's too cold uh, outside at night for them. But other than that, uh, was a well, in, in the personal news departments, I uh, did a well, my workout was deadlifts and such like that uh, this morning. So uh, deadlift and then three inch uh, block pull deadlifts. Uh, then, um, stiff legged deadlifts, uh, and then, uh, what's the last one? Oh, uh, I don't what, I don't know what you call it. A wall sit, I guess where you, uh, you know, prop yourself up against the wall. Uh, and I do that holding like a 25 pound weight and then new timed ones on that. Cause technically I'm supposed to be doing a leg press for that, but I don't have the equipment to do a leg press. So, and supposedly that's a, a good, uh, alternate workout. So that was my morning. Uh, it's still frustrating. Uh, I don't know if it's because I have a current hernia thing going on or because I've had so many issues uh, in that area before, but my right leg is uh, substantially uh, weaker than the left leg and not in like a much muscle atrophy thing or anything like that. Um, it just seems to give up on me. Um, uh, for those who have lifted weights or done any kind of that, that thing at all, you know, as you're lifting, you gradually get more and more tired and each one gets harder and harder and you can, and you can feel it, you know, in your legs or your arms or whatever you're doing, uh, for that leg, that's not how it works. I'll, I'll do like a set of eight for my, or nine for my first set. And we're, we're going for three sets of eight to 10. And then on my second set, I'll, uh, try to do another set of eight to 10 and I'll do like three or four. And then I can't do anymore. And it's not like a gradual thing. I just go to go up, you know, to push and there's nothing there. And it doesn't feel like it normally feels when you, when you are, your limb gets gradually more tired and you push out those last couple of reps. Uh, it feels like just, you know, I just can't do it. Uh, and it affects, uh, my lower body workout quite a bit. Uh, I do split squats. Uh, so I do one leg at a time, uh, and under the theory that you're not supposed to overwork the other one on those occasions, I, on my good leg, I just do the lesser amount. I don't like do three. I don't do three sets of three on my right side and three sets of 10 on the, my left side. And sometimes it's not like that. Uh, I, a lot of it depends on how, uh, much I've been, uh, focusing on legs and deadlifts and things like that. Uh, one, I, part of the problem I imagine is that I, I deadlift up a hex bar, which puts the, uh, which uses a slightly different set of muscles and which is more, more of the leg muscles than a traditional deadlift does. 
So I don't think my uh, legs get the proper rest that they should sometimes. And part of it, I think it's just that the right side is weaker because I've had multiple hernias and it's just not, it's just not right there. So I'm dealing with the best I can and try to uh, not get too frustrated. But uh, that's not to say it wasn't a, uh, a good workout. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad workout. It wasn't my best one, but it wasn't a horrible one either. Uh, speaking of uh, all the entire working out thing, I have to get my testosterone issues sorted out more uh, next couple weeks. Uh, I think this is coming up Monday or Tuesday. I'm supposed to go up to the uh, hospital and get another blood test. He wanted me to get tested uh, a week after I uh, used the injection. Uh, last time I you. you injected myself was on Tuesday uh, that that just passed a couple days ago so next Monday or Tuesday I have to go get the uh, blood work again and then I think I see him the week uh, the Monday or Tuesday after that which is which I need to because my, my prescription runs out is <laughs> technically out I believe and that will be the next time I need to take an, uh, an injection uh, which has been uh, going pretty good by the way I've been uh, pretty happy with it uh, uh, more would probably be better I, I'd I'll be really interested to see where my um, testosterone numbers are uh, when I get tested next week because um, I'm uh, going to try to convince them to give me a little bit more. <laughs> I mean, uh, a lot of people I've, I've been uh, reading on the OG, uh, quite a few people on there are doing the testosterone replacement, uh, and uh, quite a few of them do a uh, fair amount more than i do uh, a lot of them do twice as much shit uh, basically i'm doing uh, i do a 200 milligram shot every two weeks so it's basically 100 milligram a week uh but there's people that are shooting 200 milligram uh milligrams a week no problem uh then there's people that are uh from what i understand not getting it prescribed by their doctor so much as through a a wellness physician and there i i think i saw a couple people saying they're doing like 400 a week which is a very large dose, obviously. I don't think a regular uh, doctor would prescribe you that much, uh, although I'm pretty sure they can. you can probably get up to 200 milligrams a week fairly easy, uh, depending on what your numbers are to start off, to start off with. But the people that I saw that uh, were said they were getting like uh, 200 a week instead of 100, I think they said they were posting numbers in the 600, 700, and 800 range, which is where I'd want to be. Being that I was at 300 before this all started, I'm guessing I'll probably be at like five, maybe 600 uh, when I get tested now. Um, which isn't horrible, obviously. That's, pro- that's probably right around where I should probably be for my age. But I'd like to be up there in, in the eight or 900 level. <laughs> you know, the high end of normal, that'd probably be cool. Uh, I, I could probably get a better workout in and be, able, be more buff and all that good shit. Which I realize shouldn't be a real um, worry of mine at my age at 47. Uh, I should probably just worry about being uh, in shape for uh, for health purposes as opposed to worrying about what I look like. But uh, I, I've always been pretty self-conscious and uh, it'd be nice to get myself into a shape where I don't feel self-conscious about it. Uh, and we're working on it. It's hard work when you're six seven <laughs> to be anything but a, a tall skinny fuck. It's, <laughs> that's pretty much like your destiny. Uh, to overcome that, it requires some perseverance. Uh, yeah, so I'm doing what I can. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I bet, I'm sure very few people are actually really happy with about how they look. I'm, well, I'm, I'm sure they're out there, but the average person probably has areas that they don't like. Um, 
if it's not like a weight problem, maybe the a skin issue or they don't like their teeth or they don't like the way their nose looks. Um, very few people I imagine are perfectly happy with how they look. And uh, for those that are good for you, that's how everybody should be. But it's easy to get caught up in like your uh, minor imperfections and, and project them more in your mind so that, you know, you think they're a bigger deal than they actually are. Um, uh, and you see it all the time. Shit. My, uh, my wife's, uh, daughter. So I guess my stepdaughter, I guess you call it, uh, recently had a, a nose surgery done, uh, but not like a classic, you know, not like a nose job or anything like that. She had a bump on her nose that she's always had. Like her, her nose didn't, you know, didn't do a straight line, uh, down from, you know, the, in between her eyes down to the tip of the nose. It kind of had a, a bump in it. And she went and had the bump removed. Uh, fucking, you look at before and after pictures and I can't see the difference. I mean, I guess in person, like if you were looking back and forth at the, uh, you might be able to see it, but fucking, uh, I was like, what the heck? I saw it on Facebook and I asked my wife, what happened to your daughter? Did she get in an accident? I mean, did she get hit in the face? What happened? She goes, I don't know. Uh, she looked fine. She was fine the other day. And she goes, Oh, you know what? I bet you she had, uh, uh work done in her nose. Cause she's always hated that such, 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 and such. So apparently her daughter, who I think is like 25, um, has for all of her conceivable memory, hated her nose and always wanted to have it fixed. Uh, and as I said, for something that I'm looking at two pictures side by side and I don't really see it. So, uh, but and that can't, couldn't have been cheap. And it's definitely not something like an insurance would cover. So this young lady who's obviously at age 25, not like financially secure, she just finished college. Uh, but, uh, she was willing to put down money to have that minor change done. Cause it bothered her so much. Uh, cause I bet you in her head, it wasn't a minor little bump. It was this gigantic boulder on the, on her nose that misshaped it and deformed it. Probably cause people picked on her and pointed it out when you know she was a kid i didn't know her when she was a kid so obviously i can't speak on that uh but i can speak on uh kids being fucking assholes um <laughs> yeah they'll call you all kinds of fucking shitty shit um i uh i took a lot of crap for my uh teeth at one point uh because my teeth were all fucked up um i i know this is a surprise to you any of you guys have seen my current uh, photos because uh uh i have a pretty good smile i'm told but that's because that's all fucking fake that's right it's all porcelain veneers you motherfuckers got fooled <laughs> my teeth are, are a lie it's all a lie my name's not even fucking jay it's fred no no i, I wouldn't lie to you guys <laughs> but my teeth are a lie they are they're porcelain veneers uh i've told that story before uh about how i won them in a contest um but growing up uh i didn't have my you know contest teeth i i had my old teeth and i have uh su supposedly a very narrow jaw uh, which is why my teeth were all fucked up because there wasn't enough room in my uh, jaw for all my teeth so uh they all crowded in, crowded in there together and the two front ones pushed at each other as, as such to make like a v uh, like uh my teeth were not flat in the front uh, they ended in like a v uh one one of them overlapping the other one uh <laughs> So, uh, and they, you know, and that's how they were, um, God, at a fairly young age, uh, cause I, it was mid, I remember middle school. So you're like what, 11, 12 and 13 in middle school, something like that, I think. So, um, and I remember being called uh, Bucky Beaver. That was one of the names they, uh, fucking uh, called me. 
those asshole te- middle schoolers. <laughs> um, middle school was probably the worst uh, uh, part of my school life. Elementary school sucked. Middle school was horrible. Uh, high school got slightly better because I, I had a friend uh, who was a big motherfucker uh, that declared he'd fuck up anybody who actually fucking uh, physically touched me, but he wasn't going to go out. You know, he wasn't going to fuck her up anybody who just called me names and shit. So the physical torment stopped uh, once I hit high school. Uh, it still is a shitty time until my sophomore year, I think it was. It was a sophomore year or junior year uh, until I uh, got adopted by the, the one of the stoners uh, who happened to be the, one of the heads of the stoner group, and I got adopted by their group after that. Uh, and then, then I didn't have to worry about people making fun of me or shit anymore. I had my own group. Uh, all right, sorry. Now, uh, I've been so busy talking about my shit. I haven't been looking at the chat box. Uh, I'm glad to have you guys along for the ride. Uh, you guys know the routine. If, uh, you guys want to call in to talk about anything, whatever I'm talking about, whatever you want to talk about, call me names, uh, compliment me, uh, to ask me out to lunch. Those things are all fine. Uh, you can try to, uh, type into the chat box, but obviously uh, if the last couple of minutes are an indication, I'm really shitty at reading it. <laughs> uh, so let me see if I can roll back and see if there's anything pertinent. Uh, let's see. Oh, I'm ACB. I haven't seen you in a while. The Homelander's here too. And Sly and Juice. Oh, look, we got a fucking party. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> all right. Sorry. I, I keep, I can't roll back, uh, to the, uh, previous comments. Cause every time someone, um, comments, it, it rolls it back up to the front. Um, let's see. <laughs> Do you think Jay step? Uh, da, da, da. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're not going to talk about my stepdaughter. That's <laughs> that is inappropriate conversation. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, if uh, someone wants to call in, you go right ahead. Okay, anyways, regardless. Uh, what were I talking about? I, can't, I totally can't fucking remember. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, well, I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, you know what my grandma used to say? If you can't remember what you're going to say, it's probably a lie. Um, and then she gave you a piece of candy and tell you to go away. <laughs> Love my grandma. <laughs> uh, which is a silly thing to say. I think everybody loves their grandmas. Who doesn't love their grandmas? Is it who, you know, no matter how how horrible of a fucking person you are. You're always good to your grandkids. Uh, that seems to be pretty much, pretty much a given. Uh, does anybody out there, uh, have a, a grandma, a grandpa that, or grandpa, uh, that they fucking hate. They were just horrible people. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to hear that story to be honest with you, but <laughs> that'd be a fucking bummer. Wouldn't it? Someone, someone whose grandparents were complete dicks to them their entire life just cause they're fucking asshole people. <sighs> Wolfcastle had a grandma he hated. Why? Why could you possibly hate your grandma? <laughs> I had grandmas who's, uh, oh, I, I guess he's going to call in. Hold on a second. Hey, Wolfcastle, why would you hate your grandma? Funny you should ask. Ah, see, she used to come over chain smoking unannounced and just, just show up out of nowhere and start hanging out. And my parents didn't even want her around. But, uh, she, she was babysitting me one time and chain smoking and stuff and uh, stinking up the house almost as much as my parents did with their own chain smoking. But uh, I had this toy that was going off, was making these little laser beam sounds, what's called a big track, but that's not important right now. What is important is it was making noise and my little sister was sleeping. And the bitch grandma was like, I'm going to throw that thing off the deck. 
and she threw my $50 toy off the damn deck and it blew up into a million pieces. So, hit her from that moment on. And ever since then, you've strangled parakeets uh, to try to relieve the pain, huh? Is that what you call choking the chicken? I don't know what it is. What is it you're doing over there? It certainly sounds like you're killing small birds. Oh, that's what my dog's got a damn toy in his mouth. <laughs> I can just I see over there now, twisted fucking necks one after another. <laughs> you, you ever notice, though, when you want to throw the ball for the dog, the dog doesn't want to give you the ball? Oh, yeah. yeah what an yeah. asshole. I, I totally have that problem with my dog, Sadie. Her second favorite game in the entire world is uh, Fetch. Unfortunately, her favorite game in the entire world is Tug of War. So <laughs> you basically have to ignore her. Like, if you'll ignore my dog long enough, she'll just take the ball and just drop it right in front of you or practically in your lap. But if you try to take it from her, she'll wrestle with you or, you know, play Tug of War, rather, fucking forever. So <laughs> it's, it's a frustrating, at the uh, to say the least. You know, one more thing about that bitch grandma. When yeah, she stopped driving, she used to get on a bus and take the bus like three hours and show up at my house. And my mom would come home from work and have to drive her home. Oh, that's just a... She didn't like that much either. That's uh, that's just uh, inconveniencing somebody. Uh, I would not be big about that at all. You guys know how I feel about inconveniencing people. Fucking don't presume on me. Uh, just fucking... Grandma, you better get your ass back on the bus. You <laughs> You don't want to be there too far, too long after night. Holy shit, dude! <laughs> Does your dog have the squeaky toy and your phone <laughs> at the same time? I'm gonna hang up. I'll hang up so we no, stop that, dealing with this just this squeaky bullshit. No, that's fun. I'm just amazed I can hear it so well. <laughs> I gotta throw the damn thing for it anyway if I can get a hold of it. I'll let you know though. I'll be sure to call back and let you know if I ever got that ball. <laughs> I'll be waiting with bated breath. Bye, everybody. All right. uh, to answer your question, Macy B, uh, fantasy football is going not great. Uh, I think I'm like what three and five or three and four, or whatever it is. Yes, three and five at this point. Um, I'm in like ninth place out of fourteen. I'm not having a great season. Uh, too many injuries, uh, a lot of COVID stuff. Um, and no, the the guy didn't take over my team. Although apparently I should have fucking let him at this point. Uh, right now, I might be able to make the playoffs, but I just keep on having new injuries after new injury. Like I lost. Uh, Kittle, who was my tight end. Uh, and, of course, COVID stuff doesn't help any, much anyways. Although I haven't had much in the way of direct uh, COVID stuff. I've had, like, a couple, lost a couple of people because their team wasn't playing because of the COVID restrictions. Uh, but that hasn't bit me too horribly bad. I only feel like I lost one game because of that. I just lost a couple other games for bad luck. I'm in, I'm in ninth place, but I think I'm in fourth place in points. So, but we don't play like that. We play by the record. Uh, the only thing points are used for, like, uh, if people have the same record, you know, then then it goes by whoever has the most amount of points. So I might make the playoffs, but I'm not really uh, enthusiastic about my chances, even if I make it in there. So, but we're having fun still. At least some people are. Uh, I feel so bad that a uh, chef uh, is not having a great year. Uh, our, our head chef is uh, really into fantasy football. Uh, he's one of the biggest shit talkers we have when it comes to fantasy football. And he's like one and six or one and seven or something like that. Whatever our record is right now, he's only had one win. Uh, so it, it, it's no fun because he hasn't even shit and talking. He, he, he knew from game two that he was fucked. This is, yeah. 
uh, and it's just gotten worse for him. He's zero, zero, zero trash talk at all. He's kind of mopes around the fucking building now. <sighs> I mean, I used to look forward to the week that I played chef. <laughs> you know, he always opened it up the same way. He, I'd be sitting in my, in my office in the morning and he'll always come in and take a look at the reservation books to see what kind of night he has in store for him. And, uh, the week I played him in fantasy football, it'd go the same way. He come rolling in to check the books. He goes, ah, oh, I'm playing you in fantasy football this week. I go, yeah, that's right, chef. He goes, you know, my best advice to you is just like turn toward the wall and relax. It, it'll, it'll hurt a lot less that way. <laughs> I'm like, God damn, really? Is that how it's going to be chef? <laughs> he goes, yeah, you know, that's exactly how it's going to be. <laughs> and he walk out. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> So, uh, but most years I do. Well, actually, no, I'm, I'm going to, I was going to tell you a lie. Most years I don't do okay. It's it's a 14 person league and most years I end up uh, overall like eighth or seventh place. A lot, most years I make the first round of playoffs and lose. Uh, last year I came in second. So I, I, that was the best I've ever done by a long shot. And I actually made a little bit of money that year, but for the most part, I'm just like a mid-level person. I don't put the uh, effort into it so that some people do. Um, there's literally people getting up at three in the morning to uh, see what the leftovers are after the wafer wires went through. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, don't get me wrong. I'm awake at three in the morning, but the last thing I want to do is start going through fantasy football stuff. I'm half awake still, you know, I have sleep still. I'm using the bathroom, brushing my teeth, then going to work out. I don't got time to fucking go through fantasy football stuff. I don't get a chance to do that until like six o'clock. <laughs> and there's our, and there's people, this is how dedicated some of these people are to this fucking league. Uh, we thought that there was a glitch going on where this one guy was able to get uh, free agent people uh, before the waivers went through because we were looking at transaction times and it looked like he was p- picking people up off of free agency like a half hour or 45 minutes before the waivers went through. Like uh, like he's got picks at three 305 or 310 uh, and the uh, waiver wire would go through it like 345. And uh, I did some research on it, and it turns out that that's not actually what's happening. Uh, the waiver wire goes through at 3 a.m. Uh, however, it takes uh, Yahoo some time to process it on its servers. So um, at 3 a.m., the waivers are locked in, and those players are no longer available. At that point, you can actually go in and start pulling out free agents. Um, if you if you if you ask somebody who's a who's under waiver that they just won't be available but you can go ahead and start getting free agents so if you do that and get your transaction done you'll have um transactions on the board that look like they're before the waiver wire uh, was but technically they're after uh, a couple of people came to me in the in the league complaining about it they're like something's wrong how are these how's this guy getting free agents picking out free agents before the waiver wire even goes through you know, uh, how are we supposed to get stuff if he's cheating like that? I mean, he's not cheating like that. It's just a, a glitch in how that works. And I go, he, I go, he's just getting up at three in the morning and fucking doing his picks, you know, getting his free agency people. So you mean I got to get up at three in the morning? But I'm like, yeah, apparently so. <laughs> so you can't default, you can't fault the guy for being dedicated. Right. Uh, but my point being, I don't have that type of dedication. Uh, so I play, um, some years are more com- competitive than others, but for the most part, I don't really expect to win or make any money or any of that shit. My goal is not to lose, as in like last place lose, because uh, we have a, a clause in our league that at the end of the regular season, uh, last place pays first place fifty dollars. 
And that's a clause we have in there to keep people interested in the game. Because uh, I don't know if you guys have played fantasy football before, but for those of you who have, I'm sure you're aware of the issue you have with people giving up on their teams. Uh, normally right around now, when you've got like you know, a whole bunch of games left, but there's you're clearly not going to make the playoffs or, or any of that shit. So people just kind of give up on their teams. They stop like uh, switching people out like they should. They stop wa- watching for players. So even if they're not, you know, even if they're actively switching people in and off on the bench, they're not looking for players anymore. So their team gets worse and worse. Um, and for those that don't play, the reason this is an issue is because it's unfair uh, to the people that played you in the beginning of the season. Theoretically speaking, um, well, like for example, in our team, our league, we have 14 teams, which then there's it's a 13 league season, which means everybody's going to play each other once. Uh, and let's say I play you in week one when you're full of spit and vinegar and you think you're going to do great and you've got a full roster um, and you beat my ass because you've got a great team and you know all that good stuff. Is that uh, fair to me when, uh, when the other guy plays you on week 12 where you've given a shit, you, you actually forgot to switch out your fucking tight end so you don't got a guy and, and uh, your team's a piece of shit because you haven't made any effort to make it any better in the last four or five weeks? Uh, no, that's not fair at all. We don't expect you to, uh, you know, to win with a shitty team. We just want you to try, though. You know, uh, it's unrealistic for you to just give up. Uh, that being the case, we installed the the last place rule. So no matter how bad your season is, you still don't want to be in last place. So you, you'll keep on putting effort into it. And it's worked really well. You know, no one just dogs the second half of their season anymore because they don't want to pay the extra 50 bucks. So if, for those of you who have uh, fantasy leagues, uh, feel free to install that into your system. I didn't make it up, I don't think. I think I heard it someplace. It's not like it's a really super innovative thing. So, um uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that wasn't me. Ah, well, let's see. Um, no, oh, here's the thing. I, I'm telling you guys about more work stuff than I probably should, but I, I think I can keep it anonymous up since I'm not talking about members or anything like that. Uh, the pickleball court was not uh, available today. What is pickleball, you ask? Well, it's kind of like miniature tennis. Uh, it's a smaller court. Uh, uh, I think like a... Uh, Hold on, let me get let me pull up the explanation for it because I'm going to get it wrong. Uh, pickleball is a paddleball sport that combines elements of badminton, table tennis, and tennis. Two or four players use solid paddles made of wood or composite material to hit a perf- perforated polymer ball, ball. Excuse me, much like a wiffle ball. Uh, with 26 to 40 holes over a, uh, over a net. Um, so yeah, yeah. It's basically like, uh, tennis on easy mode. I think the, the ball doesn't go as fast. The courts are smaller and all that good shit. Uh, and we had that installed this year. Um, we have, uh, four tennis courts, be a bit full size tennis courts with, uh, clay courts and all that good stuff. Uh, but the, and that's always been pretty popular, uh, both with the men and the ladies. Uh, and I'm big, I'm a big fan of it for the ladies, <laughs> uh, but uh, this year they installed the pickleball court, which has been pretty popular because uh, you don't have to be like as fast and active um, to play pickleball as you do tennis. I mean, it still requires a little bit of gumption, but you know, not nearly as much. Uh, and it was popular enough that uh, they had the idea that they're going to have pickleball all year round, 
by putting a fucking tent over that thing in the winter. Um, so pickleball was not available today because they're busy putting the fucking tent up. And so after today, there'll be a heated tent. Um, and which sounds extravagant, but I guess a pickleball court's not huge. What they say is like 20 by 60 or 30 by, I don't know, but, but not nearly as big as a, as one of our tennis courts. Uh, and we have four tennis courts. So clearly we could not uh, put a bubble on them. Uh, plus they have gigantic fucking lights. Uh, so for people to play at night and in the morning and all that good stuff. Uh, so it would be impossible to bubble that shit. Uh, pickleball courts a lot smaller and a lot easier for that. So, but that's the rich life for you. You, you know, you can uh, have a uh, winter pick winter winter pickleball. If you're a member of my club, uh, bocce. Yes, actually they do have a bocce ball court. Um, not a ton. It's, uh, um, is my, is my, is my volume low today? You guys saying it's uh, something going on? Uh, I don't know. It's possible that my, uh, oh, let's let me look at my things. It's possible that my settings got hit. Uh, test one, two, test one, two. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. No, that's about where it normally is. I think, uh, but to answer, uh, Mainsey, she said, uh, asked how much bocce ball they play there. And the answer is, uh, not that much. Um, they had a, uh, court installed a, a few years ago, I want to say, and it gets a little interest, but it's like, it hasn't materialized like they thought it would. They thought they might have like tournaments and stuff like that, but there's just some free play and that's about it. Um, so, but other, other activities are, that are normally popular there that are not golf and tennis, uh, there's a swimming pool too. So, um, that's uh, popular obviously. And, uh, that's about it. I think, well, you know, then there's indoor activities. A lot of the ladies, uh, play cards, uh, like canasta or bridge or mahjong or, um, one or two others. Um, this year not so much obviously but most years uh there's quite the uh, card players on the ladies side there's a couple guys that play cards but it's not really popular like it used to be i guess uh i've the entire time i've been playing there men's cards never been a huge thing um but ladies uh, cards always been a big deal and we hope it will be again because uh, my wife makes money in that shit <laughs> uh, so mon no money for the wife this year on, on ladies cards uh, and it's nice back there. I, I go back there. I sneak back there and uh, get coffee occasionally because uh, I like the coffee from the machine that they have back there better than the shit in the kitchen. Uh, for such having for having such a uh, it being such an expensive country club, they have fucking shitty coffee, and at least in my opinion, and they always have. They in the sixteen years I've been there, they went through three different brands, and I thought all three of them fucking sucked. The cup, the cup, you know, coffee there's not good, but the men's locker room and the ladies card room have their own coffee machines. Um, and, uh, the men's locker room is a straight up fucking Starbucks machine. It's, it says Starbucks right on it. You go up, it's got touchscreen on it. You hit buttons and type of coffee or whatever you want. comes out of it. Uh, it's pretty neat. Uh, the one in the ladies card room isn't like that, but it's still like a commercial one where it's like digital and it looks like a really uh, fancy espresso machine type thing. It's big. I mean, that's not like I've had a couple of home espresso machines, but it's, uh, substantially larger than that with uh all kinds of crazy shit going on i should take a picture of it and post it on the uh forum tomorrow um and i'll go sliding up in there and get myself a coffee occasionally um which by the way i'm drinking coffee again i mentioned to you guys before that i uh stopped drinking it because i thought caffeine might have been one of the things that uh oh hold on a second i'm sorry I got wolf castle coming back in again wasn't paying attention but yeah anyways yeah i uh, started drinking coffee again 
Uh, I'm being very liberal with the milk. I used to drink, just drink it black, but now I'm putting a fair amount of milk in it, like up to like a quarter of the cup to try to cut it a little bit. Uh, it seems to make it a little uh, less harsh on the stomach. I can so to the point where I can drink uh, one or two cups a day and have it not bother me. What's up, Wolf? I just want to let you know I did get the ball from the dog. I, I thought everybody in chat was really concerned about this. But hey, quick story. The wife was selling a old uh, like a well, I almost called it a training bra, but you know, like weightlifting, whatever aerobics bra, whatever you want to call that thing. Selling the thing on offer up, and a dude says he wants to buy the thing, and she figures, oh, it's probably for his girlfriend, right? And then he says, hey, can you model it for me on Snapchat? <laughs> That's the end of that story and the end of the call. <laughs> okay, well, that was very interesting. Thank you for the call, and he's out of there. Oh, <laughs> what were we talking about again? Um, I don't remember. I guess it doesn't matter. Um, I, I decided that if we ran out of things to say, uh, instead of going to find out uh, different news articles, we will just go to the OG and see if there's anything going on there that's not po fucking politics or anything like that. Um, See if there's any articles back there. Oh, here's one. Have you guys seen this one? Uh, Eric Apple posted it, who I've tried to get on the show before. He even gave me his email to, to so that uh, um, I could talk to him about it, but I never heard back from him again. Uh, but uh, Eric Apple had posted a, a big thread about sim racing. Are you guys familiar with that? That's basically when you buy like all the equipment, like the pedals and real steering wheels and shifters and all that good shit to, to try to simulate the racing experience as best as you, uh, that you can. And if you get really crazy, you know, you'll get like special seats for it and maybe even mounts so that you can um, mount monitors or multiple monitors like around you to make it more realistic. And some of the people in that thread have spent like five, ten thousand dollars on that shit, um, possibly even more. And it, it's cool as a motherfucking can be. But goddamn, dude, that's an expensive hobby. Um, I guess it's more like a kind of a one time hobby because uh, the. Uh, for the most part, it doesn't wear out that much. I imagine some of the moving mechanisms would need to be replaced occasionally. Um, but um, fuck, that's an expensive hobby to have. I'm pretty jealous about it, but because uh, I used to always love racing great games, but uh, I'm not a big fan of controllers. Uh, I and I, I don't have a uh, um, steering wheel or anything like that, anyways. Just because I've never found one that I was really happy with, because the only ones I ever had were like kind of like the cheap ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, and Archie mentioned, uh, "Fuck that! You can buy a race car for 10k." Yeah, and uh, that that is true. But the the thing is, uh, this is at least a one time uh, purchase, and then you're done with it, and you can race all over the world without risking your life. But I tend to agree with you. If I actually had 10 grand uh, to blow on racing, I'd think I'd go out and buy like a regular race car and like do local shit and stuff like that. Um, I, it'll obviously be more expensive long run as you put uh, gas and. Uh, and, and maintenance into the vehicle but on the other hand you're, you're actually racing which i mentioned probably quite a bit more fun than doing it in a simulation uh, but in a perfect world you'll have both uh so that'll be one of my rich person things i'll have uh virtual racing to keep me amused when i'm not doing real racing um which i'm not sure i would do uh if i ever struck it rich through some crazy means uh i think i'd be immediately a lot more cautious about my life um <laughs> As, as bad as it sounds, my life would have way more value to me if I was rich. 
You know, like right now, if someone said, Hey, you want to try a race car? I'm like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. I'll try to drive a race car. I love cars. If, if I had like $20 million in the bank, I might be like, man, I'll pass on that. I, I want to stick around and enjoy my $20 million. Yeah, that's about that. <laughs> Sorry, but for the long pauses, I, uh, occasionally stop and try to read the uh, chat box a little bit uh you guys can call in anytime you want by the way it doesn't have to just be a uh, wolf castle there uh, he doesn't have like an ex exclusivity on, on the show everyone's welcome i always say I'll, I'll take anybody's call i might not keep you on that long depending on what you have to say but i'll take anybody's call it's uh, always more fun that way uh, let's see what else we have in the og to talk about this is basically the same thing as doing the news articles i know this <laughs> But I've been very wordy today already, so I think it's okay to have a, a little bit of a crutch to fall back on, right? I think so. Um, ooh, look at this tenor of the year posted on the Other Ground Live thread 22 minutes ago. Like right when we started, they still didn't have any, but uh, he didn't have time to call in or be on the show or even listen in apparently. I see that... Uh, Homelander and Tenor have developed a, a passionate gay relationship, which is good. I, I want to say the Other Ground Live uh, supports any kind of relationship as long as it's uh, based in love. There's there, when when there's love, there can be no sin. So you two uh, do make a great couple, um, and uh, I I want I I definitely hope for an invitation at your wedding. <laughs> I'm sure uh, they appreciated that. <laughs> it is really cute, though, by the way, guys. You guys get such a man crush on each other. Now I'm not even joking. <laughs> it is pretty funny. Uh, I'm sure you guys are going to meet up and get drunk at some point in life. It just has to happen, which is what we need to do, by the way. Um, we need to get, like, an OG uh, live uh, meetup at one point or another because there's, in between the people that listen every day and the people that listen occasionally, uh, there's a good number of you guys that I'd love to get together in a room and get drunk with. Um, the uh, location would probably have to be like, I don't know, Vegas, because I think it's a, a fairly central, well, I don't know, semi-central spot that most people will be interested in going to. Um, it's always nice to have it so, uh, closer by, but it, it'd be hard to convince all the OGers to come up to Michigan. <laughs> Because other than the actual OG event, well, who the fuck would want to go to Michigan? Uh, if you like wilderness, it's a good state for that kind of shit. But, uh, you know, other than that, it's, you know, supposedly it's a tourist state, but uh, I've been told, but it doesn't feel like that to me. Because um, obviously nobody uh, goes to Detroit uh, <laughs> on vacation. Uh, and, you know, I live in the suburbs of Detroit, but still the same thing applies. It's not like I get a lot of tourists in my area. Uh, that's why that's why a place like Vegas is always a good idea because even if the meetup ends up sucking, you're still in Vegas. You're gonna have a good time. So, in uh, which will attract more people as well. Uh, I don't think it should, we can do it this year. Uh, COVID stuff aside, and you know, uh, I'm sure lots of people are like me, where your finances probably got fucked up by all this shit. So, but next year, uh, I hope to be in a lot better position to do all this and actually take a vacation since we didn't do one this year. Um, me and the wife like like to do at least one smallish vacation. We did a mini vacation, like uh, two days. Um, we took a day off from work, uh, and then went to that place uh, like about an hour and a half north of us. 
but uh, we would like to do a real vacation at some point. Um, you know, like go someplace else and, and do nothing for a week or two. Uh, but uh, that's not the cards for us uh, this year, obviously. Uh, possibly not next year either. It depends on how, how shit goes. Um, and that's not even uh, taking into account uh, all the COVID stuff. Who knows? Um, with the numbers rising, like they're rising, to be honest with you, it wouldn't surprise me if we didn't see, see uh, more restrictions again, uh, like flight bans and travel bans and all that good shit that uh, they've pretty much gotten uh, gotten rid of. Because uh, um, at one point, it looked like the COVID shit, we, ha- we had it locked down. Um, I remember when we, we had uh, everything locked down for the most part, you couldn't go anything, go anywhere or do anything. The numbers are like 200 a day. Uh, I think they, and this is in Michigan, like 200 new cases. And then yeah, then they opened things up and suddenly it was like, you know, three, 400 a day, 600 a day, 600 a day, 600 a day, then 1,000 a day, and then 1,200 a day. Uh, and now, like the last couple of days, it's been like 2,000, 3,000 new cases a day. So um, attempts to contain it have not worked well at all. Um, and this is a discussion about whether or not uh, uh, COVID it should be taken as serious as uh, we're taking it more or less or how deadly it is or anything like that. I'm just saying... Uh, you can debate about how deadly the, the disease is all you want. You can't de- debate about how contagious it is. It fucking spreads really fucking easy um, as these numbers are showing you. And the numbers are, of course, spiking up for several different reasons. Uh, some schools are allowing back-in-class stuff. Um, they they opened the restaurants back up more, and uh, I think that was a big thing uh, that that caused uh, quite a bit more uh, and not just the restaurants, the bars, uh, bars are probably a big uh, uh, spreader in general. Um, and I'm of the opinion that while we do need to take all the precautions in the world for this, we can't keep closing shit. So I really hope that, you know, they don't make any more restrictions than, than they already have. I feel for any kind of regular restaurant we have it pretty easy because the restrictions that they put on us, we can work around pretty good. Uh, when I say work around, I don't mean like uh, um, try to like get around doing them. It's just stuff that's not a problem with us. Uh, they recently installed in Michigan, restaurants have to take each and every person's uh, name and phone number and what time that they were there. Uh, so for contact tracing. So that way, if you know someone catches something, they can say, oh man, I was at such and such on that day. Uh, so I must have exposed all those people. So then they call up the restaurant and say, hey, uh, we need to see your books for such and such day. And you have to save all these for like 28 days uh, for each one, for each day, obviously. Um, well, we take reservations. So we already have the names of everybody written down uh, and when they're going to be here. And we have all of our members' phone numbers. So for us, it's that's not a big deal. Uh, the only restrictions that they put up that affect us a fair amount is that indoor dining you can only have uh, six people at a table, regardless of uh, if you're in the same household or not. There's just six people at a table tops. Um, so whenever someone makes a reservation for more than six people, I now have to inform them that they're going to be at more than one table. Uh, and most of them aren't a big fan of this, but I, I explained to them it's not uh, a policy of the country club. It's a policy of the state of Michigan. So and there's not really much we can do about that. They understand. Strangely enough, uh, tables outside can be whatever size that they want. Um, and most people still want to be outside anyways, although 
they shouldn't really worry about it too much. Uh, our country club installed uh, ridiculous filtration systems and UV light systems, uh, like quite, quite like uh, actually even better than the ones that they have in airplanes. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been doing any research on it or reading any articles, but it's been proven that um, air travel is actually remarkably safe because the air in the cabin is filtered, uh, like completely filtered every two minutes uh, or some shit like that. So uh, unless the guy next to you has it and sneezes on you, you're fairly safe uh, in an airplane. You're not going to catch it just by breathing the air in it. It's filtered uh, pretty good. Uh, our our clubhouse has that shit uh on, on a, just on a larger scale since obviously it's a lot bigger space uh and it was not cheap <laughs> but now the air quality in the club is the best it's ever been because you know, obviously it filters all kinds of other shit besides just covid viruses um not that anyone noticed because nobody's in the fucking clubhouse except for the employees who are happy to have the clean filtered air uh the uh and it's bothered me sometimes in certain ways because um, some of the members take COVID pretty serious, and as I can imagine that they should, uh, but it reveals how they think about like the fucking employees at the country club. <laughs> um, I was sitting in my uh, office, and my office is uh, by the door, so one of my, one of my windows uh, opens out into like the front porch of, of the country club. It, it's got a big covered porch uh, in the front of it, and. Uh, I hear knock, 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 knock. I'm like, huh? Look over. And one of the members is knocking on my window and then pointing behind me to uh, a co- the counter, uh, the, one of the counters that opens from my office out into the hallway. Uh, like I have two different windows that open up into my office. So you can just be walking by and stop and, you know, and start talking to me while I'm sitting at my desk. Um, and we keep carryouts on one of those ledges, uh, uh, counters rather. And, you know, sure enough, his carryout is sitting on that thing and he's just pointing at it because this motherfucker doesn't even want to come into the clubhouse, the five or six steps from the fucking front door to my desk to get his, <laughs> to get his goddamn food. Uh, so I go, oh. luckily he couldn't hear me and he couldn't see me cause I'm wearing a mask. So I go and grab his food and I go to the front door to hand it to him. I open the door. He's like, ah, can you just set it down? And oh, okay. I, I guess I'll just grab it. You wanted me to set it down on the bench outside. I'm like, really? That's going to make you feel safer. Um, <laughs> I understand being careful about it, but I'm wearing a fucking mask. Um, if you're that worried about it, put a fucking mask on when you come in, you know, but the fact that and normally he would have probably just sent a valet in to get it for him. Uh, but the valets must've been out, uh, parking cars. Um, and this guy's uh, not didn't come with a car. He's he was out in the golf course, ordered food while he was out there, and, was, and he was coming to come and get it, and then play more golf. Um, but when he didn't find a valet sitting right on the porch uh, to attend his needs, he starts rapping on my window and fucking pointing for me to bring it out to him. <sighs> and I uh, and I did, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it's service with a smile. That's how you work those things. Uh, if I couldn't get past a member being, and it, I don't know, I guess I wasn't rude. It's just, it struck me wrong, I guess. Um, and I, and I have that problem sometimes with people doing stuff that just strikes me wrong. Uh, good job, Jay from Greg Kell 22. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I, I didn't see you were in here, sir. I appreciate uh, you listening. You have a great night. He just said he's leaving. Um, and uh shit <laughs> but i'm sure you guys have had shit like that where uh, something uh just strikes you the wrong way hold on a second i gotta drink some water oh it's good water 
<laughs> um, Happened to me today, actually. So another work-related thing. Fuck it, I guess we're talking about work. Um, I'm sitting there uh, doing my best impersonation of a um, productive employee. <laughs> so, so hanging out in the OG, uh, waiting for my phone to ring. And this old guy comes in. Um, and he's, he's holding on to paperwork and stuff like that. And uh, I'm like, hi, uh, what can I do for you? And he goes, ah, oh, yeah, I need to talk to, um, starts rolling through his things, rolling through his things, you know, glances down at the table in front of my, um, office, uh, which requires a little explanation. There's a small table in front of the window to my office. It is there to prevent people from being closer than six feet from me when I'm sitting at my desk. Uh, uh, cause, cause people have a tendency to lean into my window <laughs> when they're talking to me. So in an effort to keep people away from me, they put a desk in front of that. And on that desk, we have put some hand sanitizer, um, the sign-in forms for the employees, and uh, some uh, masks for the employees to wear when they get start their shift or for a member to grab if they happen to need one because we'll provide them to the members. There's the normal disposable masks. The reason I say this is because he goes, yeah, I need, um, um, looks down and he goes, oh, I'll be taking two of those. And then goes, uh, yeah, I'm going to need to talk with so-and-so. And so, and, the, I was like, and my first thought was like, no, you're fucking not, dude. <laughs> That's not master random fucking people that have appointments. Uh, it turns out he's some insurance guy. He had to look over the building for insurance purposes or some bullshit like that. Um, <laughs> and apparently a stop by and restock up in his fucking masks. And it's not a big deal, obviously. We have tons of those masks. We order them by the case because we, we go through quite a few of them. And I can't imagine they cost more than like a penny each or something like that or some small number. But just the way he was like, oh, I'm stealing some of those. <laughs> yeah. It, it just rubbed me the wrong way. I didn't like it at all. Oh, wait, but we got a question. Macy says, Jay, could you do a segment like how uh, late nights were and you ask people questions in the street of Detroit or wherever? No, I can't do that, actually. <laughs> That'd be a poor idea. Um, I'm not a Detroit person. Uh I would not be the person to, uh, to go ask Detroit people questions. Uh, if you want me to like go ask people questions in the suburbs, I could probably pull that off quite a bit better. However, I have no business being down in parts of uh, Detroit late night asking people questions. That'd be a very short-lived bit. Um, uh, Warren? Warren, I don't know how you guys know about Nor Warren, but Warren is actually a suburb of Detroit. Um, and it ranges from not bad to, to shitty. Uh, obviously, the, the part that borders right on Detroit is kind of shitty. Uh, but, like, I have a friend who lives um, 13 Mile in Warren. And it's not, he, he lives in a nice neighborhood. I mean, not like a nice, nice neighborhood, but just like regular middle class, nothing wrong with the neighborhood. Um, and technically, that's like three, four miles from Detroit, because eight miles is, uh, I guess I'd be making five miles from Detroit, actually. Um, because eight mile is the border of Detroit. Um, and, uh, but the, the mile roads keep on going past eight mile. Uh, fuck. Technically I live on 20 off right off of 21 mile technically, uh, to give you an idea, but that's two or three cities between me and Detroit because I live in a posh rich neighborhood because I'm a upper class citizen. <laughs> no, actually I bought a really shitty house in a nice neighborhood. My house is a nice or my neighbors probably hate me. I would hate me. I definitely have the shittiest house on my block. Um, and I don't have the money to fix it up any more than I have. So it's just going to sit like this and get worse, actually. 
<laughs> uh shit. I'm probably I'll probably die before it gets too bad anyway. So that's my that's my personal my current plan in dealing with all my long term problems. Oh, that might be leaking there. Ah, oh, I'll probably be dead before it's a really big problem. Uh the plumbing seems to have issues. Ah, oh, I'll probably be dead before it's a real big problem. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Now, I interview one of my neighbors on the show. I don't really like any of my neighbors. Uh, it's not that I dislike him. I just don't know him very well. My wife knows him very well. Uh-huh. Like, she's really good friends with all of her neighbors. Uh, you know, like, she talks to him, like, text messages and you know, Facebook and all that good shit. Uh, but me, not so much. I don't really don't like talking to people. Uh, I like talking to you guys. I like talking to people over the internet. Uh, but in person, not quite so much. Uh, I do it quite a bit for my job, but that's acting. Um, left my own devices. If I can make it a day without leaving my house, I'm a fucking happy camper. <laughs> you know, um, and that's, and that's just the way I am. I'm like, yeah, it drives my wife uh, up a fucking wall that uh, I'm perfectly happy just sitting back here all day, fucking around the computer and then talking with you guys at night rather than up there sitting with her. And she's like, you never spend any time with me. I'm like, well, I'm spending time with you right now. We're in the same house. If you say something, I can hear it just because you're looking at a screen, uh, watching TV and I'm looking at a screen, two rooms over on the computer. I, I don't see how that would is any different than if we were in the same room, really. <laughs> uh, and to me, that's not weird. Growing up, my uh, parents very rarely sat around together. My, my wife, my wife, Jesus. Uh, that's Freudian. Uh, my mom would uh, um, sit around and watch her TV shows, soap operas, you know, um, and then her shows at night. If dad was home, he was like either fucking around in the garage, uh, fucking around outside, uh, fucking around in a basement, uh, loading fucking guns or something. Or if he was, or if he was in mood for TV, he was downstairs watching TV, not upstairs with her because they watch different things. They very rarely spent hardly any time sitting around together. Um, so for me, that's normal, uh, for and my wife doesn't like that at all. She wants to like be together constantly, uh, and makes me feel like a bad husband sometimes. Cause I'm not into that. Uh, but as far as I know, that's what I'm familiar with is the more normal thing, right? For those of you that are married, you guys don't just sit around with your husband or wife all day, right? You guys have different interests and, uh, how much, I guess it's a question. How much actual time a day do you guys think you spend together? Um, we get to um, add on a little more than some couples because we work at the same place. So if nothing else, we have lunch together every day. Um, and she'll swing by my office a couple times while she's going back and forth doing different things as part of her job. But for the most part, our jobs are in completely different areas. So we don't spend any real time other than lunch. But at least we get that. That's, that makes me happy, the fact that we get, have lunch together every day. All right. Well, we're a couple minutes short, but I, we might as well call it a, a day. I think, uh, I, I don't think I'm going anywhere else with the podcast today. So when you guys aren't getting any lost for that last five minutes, uh, I want to thank all you guys for stopping in and listening to my, listening to me babble on for most of an hour. Um, thank you for Wolf Castle for calling in. appreciate that boss. Uh, I'm going to be back here at six o'clock and do this shit all over again. Well, most likely unless someone talks me out of it, you never know or, or offers me money not to do it. That might happen. You guys, you don't know. <laughs> Regardless of that, uh, until then, I'm Passive J, and you guys have yourself a great day. Same tune for the OG.
Yeah. Fuck you, G.